0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to Real Presence Live on a wonderful Wednesday morning. If you're just joining us, Nick Bedelski and Father Jason Kern here live at St. James Coffee. Just had a wonderful interview about St. James Coffee, so really, you know... um, it, it was nice yeah, to, to finally pay, you know, pay our dues. I don't know how you want to say. It. Yeah, we we host That's, here a lot,
1: right? And so it's absolutely. nice to be able to just recognize the goodness of this place, and to be able to meet here is really special.
0: Absolutely. Um, as I mentioned uh, before, we went into our top of the hour break there. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Society of St. Vincent de Paul and joining us here in person. Again, this is, uh, my, I think, my second, well, third in-person interview uh, since I've been hosting here at St. Nice. James. Most are on the phone. So uh, thanks for coming down here, uh, Tim, for joining us this morning. You're welcome. Glad to be here. And, uh, uh, Tim, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit about... Um, your involvement with Society of St. Vincent's Ball. All
2: right. Well, thank you, first of all, for inviting me to come. It's really an honor and a privilege to be part of this broadcast today. I think we're really honored to have us, our um, PR in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. So thank you for all you guys do to help spread the gospel in the Midwest. So thank you for that. Thank you. Um, like you said, my name is Tim Geisler. I'm a cradle Catholic. I grew up uh, on a small Dairy farm in northern Wisconsin in a small town called Tony, which most people have never heard of. I haven't. Yeah, it's about 60 miles north of Eau Claire. Okay. And yes, I am still a Packer and Badger fan. Uh, we got so two in a row on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my brothers, I had five brothers, five sisters. Uh, my parents were wonderful Catholics. They taught us the uh, importance of being um, involved in our faith. And they were actively involved in serving our local parish back in Tony. Um, So it's because of their example that I'm now a member of the Resurrection Catholic community here in Rochester. So my wife, Kathy, and I have been here since 1984. Uh, We have two daughters, two grown daughters, two beautiful daughters. uh, And together with their two wonderful sons-in-law of ours, we have four grandchildren, Beautiful. so one. two boys, two girls, and another one on the way yeah, next March. All right. So, Good. yeah, we're looking forward to our expanding family. So, again, thank you for being here. Well, you want to know about Society of St. Vincent de Paul?
0: Absolutely. You're highly involved. That's uh, kind of where this interview is headed. So could you tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of maybe your, your personal involvement with it first, and then we'll talk about the society, you know,
2: in general. Okay. Well, I'm... Well, in 2009, when Bishop Quinn was installed as uh, Bishop of Winona, Rochester, at that time he was the Episcopal leader or spiritual director for the National Society of St. Vincent oh, de Paul. Wow. And so he came to Winona, he asked, one of the first questions he asked was, where are my Vincentians? <laughs> and he was surprised to learn that there were no Society of St. Vincent de Paul conferences in the Diocese mm. of Winona, Rochester. So he made a challenge to the parishes in Rochester to start a conference. And Resurrection was the first conference to start a meeting. So in 2010, we started meeting. And then we started doing our first home visits in 2010. So we've been going for about 11 years now. Um, It's been a wonderful experience. I keep telling people it's the most frustrating, but the most rewarding ministry I've ever done.
0: Uh,
2: There is such a great need out there, and we can't meet everybody's need. Uh, And yet, when we are able to help, it really is satisfying. So it's frustrating in a lot of ways, but it's very rewarding as well. So we've been involved since the beginning. We started off with about 10, 15 members. We're up to about 25 members in our conference right now. In our uh, diocese uh, council, all the conferences uh, form a council, and so all the parishes in Rochester have a conference, and then we have a conference in Owatonna, we have one in Fairmont, and one in Wasika. Awesome! And so I am My now hometown, the town, Waseca. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Well, great place, great location. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I'm the president of the council here in the diocese of Winona-Rochester. Great. What kind of work does St. Vincent
1: de Paul do? What are they involved in? I mean, for those who don't know, I'm aware, but can you tell uh, the (laughs) listeners, uh, what is it that they minister? What's their ministry emphasis?
2: Well, uh, the Society of St. Vincent de Paul is a Catholic lay organization. Uh, It's an international organization that was started in 1833 by a 20-year-old college student Uh, He was uh, very involved in debating the issues of society at that point, just like a lot of college kids did then. And he was challenged one day by one of his colleagues who says, "Uh, you Catholics talk about your faith, but what do you do about it? Mm. And so St. Frederick Ozenham decided that he would follow the example of St. Vincent de Paul and start serving the poor. So that's what we do. Um, And... Frederick Ozenham said that uh, there's no work of charity that is foreign to the society. So what happens is when people have a need, they'll get in contact with us, and then we will send out a team of visitors, just like Jesus sent the the apostles two by two out to the community. Uh, We send two home visitors to meet with the person in need. We call them our friends in need in their homes. So that's one of the hallmarks of the society is we actually go out to the person's home to get to know them, to share the um, um, love of Christ with them. We try to see the face of Christ in those we serve. It's kind of interesting that uh, most people think of St. Vincent de Paul for our stores and our service to the poor. But there's three tenets to the St. Vincent de Paul. The first is friendship. We strive to grow in friendship. And then with our friendship, we grow in our faith. And when we grow in our faith in friendship, then we respond to that by going out in service to others. So whatever the need is, we go out, we try to figure out what the need is. Oftentimes we find out that the need that they original come to us for is not their biggest need. Wow. Uh, and so we, we talk with them, get to know them, find out what their struggles in life are. And then we try to figure out a way to help them with their biggest need. We can't do everything ourselves, so we work in collaboration with a lot of other organizations, especially here in Rochester with Salvation Army. so all the other organizations to help meet the need, we work a lot with the county and the city, sure. uh, social services, that sort of thing. So there's no work of charity that is foreign to the society.
1: Beautiful. What kind of things are you most commonly doing in Rochester on the local level? What would be some of the, the main things that you've experienced or maybe even just your own testimony of something powerful that took place that you can share with us or however you want to approach
2: that? sure. Sure. Um, The biggest needs we see in Rochester are help with rent and utilities. Um, It seems like those two expenses are, of course, the biggest expenses most people have. So um, when people are facing eviction, they'll come to us and ask for help for rent. Uh, When their utilities are being uh, threatened to be cut off, Mm -hmm. we'll help them pay their utility bills. But we also help with a lot of other things. We bring uh, household furnishings. So if people just moved into an apartment, they don't have any furniture, don't have household goods, pots and pans, dishes, blankets, whatever, we'll help uh, them with that. We get a lot of requests for transportation. One of the issues with uh, the people that are in need is how do they get to work? Yeah. Um, so we will provide help with bus passes if needed. Uh, mm-hmm. We may um, have re- car repairs, that sort of thing. We had one um, lady that we helped uh, a couple of years ago that uh, had three kids. Her husband abandoned her. She was in town trying to get to work. She couldn't get a car, so we found her a car got her um, going so that she could get to work and support her family. So there's a lot of things. We also have a loan program um, where if somebody has a need that may be too great, um, we'll give them a loan. Uh, It's a very low-interest loan. It helps them establish their credit. And then they can go out and do something, and then we've been very successful in getting people to pay back those loans. So it, it runs the gamut. Everything that you can think of, we help with. I love
1: that. And, you know, it's so easy for us to look at those who are without, you know, as sort of us versus them or, you know, they're needy or they're begging or they're, you know, in this and we kind of blame them for their circumstances, right, and we know as Saint Vincent de Paul <coughs> excuse me says these are our friends right these are These are our brothers and sisters, uh, children of God who are in need in a time of crisis, or maybe through circumstances they never really found their way uh, there 's a lot of addiction there 's a lot of pain there 's a lot of uh, past stuff that happens in their lives. And, and some of it sure might be their fault, but a lot of it isn't, right? And and so, how do we walk with people just to continue to support them and encourage them? You guys are on the front lines. You're willing to meet people where they're at to put kind of, as we say, right, put your money where your mouth is to really show up and and put up and, and help them. And that's such a powerful witness, such a great thing. So when you when you talk about those things, I'm thinking about specific people I've met over the years where it was like, man, that was an encounter with the Lord. You know, like there was a presence there that I felt i got more from them than they than i gave to them right and
2: no doubt about it Uh, we always get more than we give yeah and i think that's what happens whenever you go out and serve uh, others you find out that the people that you are serving can teach you as much about your own life as you learn about theirs and like i said uh, people have a need it's not because of something they did No. Necessarily, Right. Uh, I think one of the biggest misconceptions about the poor is that if they'd only work harder, mm. they'd be able to take advantage. Right. But the cycle of poverty is so um, ingrained in them. They've never known anything but um, right. um, poverty. And so for them to think about tomorrow is not in their mindset. They worry about what's happening today. Mm-hmm. So they don't worry about they're getting a late bill for their uh, utilities because that's not an immediate need. They call us when they get the, the notice that their utilities are going to be right, cut off. Right. So that's kind of be why didn't they call earlier? Well, we don't understand that they don't think that far ahead. Um, the people that we serve are really, really struggling, and uh, they need help. Yeah. Absolutely, and uh,
0: we're going to talk about a great way uh, that our listeners can help the mission of St. Vincent de Paul. Obviously, probably the best way is to join a local uh, conference, but there's also a, an awesome fun fundraiser coming up called the, uh, the Friends of the Poor Walk, and we'll talk a little bit about that after the break uh, here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155
0: and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director
1: of Advancement for Real Presence Radio, with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? Please call me, Mike Kitrowski, at 701 290 4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And thank you for joining us this morning. Nick Medelsky, Father Jason Kern here live at St. James Coffee in Ra-Ra Rochester. (laughs) Joined here in person by Tim Geisler from the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. And they have a very exciting uh, fundraiser coming up towards the end of the month. Uh, the Friends of the Poor Walk as well as Pancake Breakfast that's coming up on Saturday, September 25th. I gave out uh, hopefully I didn't give out too many of the details there, Tim. Yeah,
2: you stole all my thunder. Yeah, could
0: you uh, could you give us a little bit more uh, about this uh, fundraiser coming up?
2: Sure. As I said earlier uh, St. Vincent de Paul is probably best known for their stores mm-hmm. uh, but we don't have a store in our, our diocese yet um, we're just too new Um That's something that comes about a little later after you've been around for a while. So the Friends of the Poor Walk is an annual event. It's hosted by uh, local organizers. Um, It is a national thing, though. So all across the nation on September 25th, there will be Vincentians and others who support us walking for the poor.
0: So for all of our listeners that are throughout the, you know, we uh, have listeners in North Dakota, South Dakota, northern Minnesota. Uh, Wyoming even. So this Friends of the Poor Walk is something that's going on nationwide. Right? Should be
2: nationwide, right. So if you're not familiar with the one in your area, just uh, Google St. Vincent de Paul, your area, and I'm sure you'll find something on the Friends of the Poor Walk. Uh, this is our eighth walk in Rochester. Um, we have a wonderful committee that sets up the walk, um, headed by Carol and Rick uh, Fishbuhl. Um, so they're here today, back there someplace. They were wondering how come we couldn't hear us up here. Oh, so sure. I don't know if they're listening on their app or not. But, uh, <laughs> but they're doing a wonderful job of leading a team of volunteers. Uh, we register uh, for the walk at 8.30 in the morning, and then we start the walk at 9 o'clock. The walk will be held uh, from uh, Resurrection Parish. So where there's some bike paths that we go out on, and we walk the bike paths. And then the Knights of Columbus have been very gracious in hosting a pancake breakfast. It's a free will donation for the pancake breakfast. Um, they've been doing that for a couple of years now. Last year, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, have the walk, so they didn't. But the pancake breakfast is a great opportunity after a walk for people to gather and talk and mm-hmm. share stories. And maybe we could even recruit a few new members. That'd be awesome. That'd be That's great. That's
1: great. So you can walk or run? Or is it, do you get some runners?
2: I don't know if anybody runs. (laughs)
1: So come and walk. If you want to run, they'll let you run. You
2: can run whenever you want. Uh, No bikes and that sort of thing. Uh, But uh, walkers are encouraged. Families are encouraged. Uh, The Lourdes High School football team always comes in mass. So they're great supporters. So that's really nice. I want to thank Coach Kessler for getting those people to come out. So we have about 200 walkers that come out. Uh, We'll have some refreshments uh, before the walk, and then, like I said, the breakfast after the walk. And what do the proceeds go towards then? Proceeds go to help the poor. Uh, One of the things that is so unique, I think, about the um, Society of St. Vincent de Paul is... uh, Almost every dollar that's donated to us goes to help the poor. Wow. Uh, at every meeting, we take up a secret collection from our members, and we use the money that we collect during the meetings to pay for all of our administrative expenses. Mm. So all the postage all that kind of stuff is all paid for by our volunteer members. Wow. So we can pretty much assure everybody that if you give a dollar to Society of St. Vincent de Paul, that money will go help the poor. And like I said before, the need in Rochester is great. I think that all too often people think of Rochester as a city uh, with streets paved to gold. (laughs) Uh, And it isn't. Uh, Rochester is an expensive community. And even though there's uh, some high-paying jobs in Rochester, there's a lot of people that are working for minimum wage, aren't able to work full-time, who support all the visitors who come to Rochester. And, of course, the same is true in Olatana and Waseke and Fairmont. Um, there are always people, like Jesus said, you'll always have the poor among you. Oh, yeah. um, and so the the need is great. Um, people in Rochester, I think, sometimes don't want to even acknowledge that there's a problem of homelessness in Rochester, for example. There's been a lot of talk in the last year or so with COVID about the, the needs of the homeless. Where do you go if you don't have a place to live? Yeah. And we've had so many instances of people who are living in their cars Um, And some of the homeless choose to be homeless. Mm. But I would say that the vast majority of the homeless would rather have a place to stay, but they just are struggling with issues that make that very difficult for them. And to
1: alleviate those burdens is such a huge gift, right? And, you know, we always talk about people want to talk about, oh, we need programs, or we need government, or we need this inserted thing. And sometimes you do. We want to create a culture that first gets to know them, right, that first meets them where they're at. And helps them to realize, you know what, you have a dignity, you have a worth beyond this world, and we want you to know that you're loved and that you can find support in this city, that you can find support in your community. And and, and give them some hope, right, to meet them there first. And now we also might then... find a way to support them to get them to see a bigger picture to look beyond just the, the immediate but for now we're going to start with meeting that immediate need and go from there right i mean those are the powerful things that you're able to do
2: exactly you know mayo clinic always talks about rochester is a community of hope and healing well we bring hope and healing in a different way than the medical community does mm-hmm. um, and i think that uh, you know people say that that uh, you, know, you see that all they're doing is looking for a handout all they want is something mm-hmm. um, but that's not true. Right. They are people just like you and me. Right. They are children of God, and uh, for to have someone acknowledge their existence is really special. It is. The fact that we go into their homes is is astounding to them. You actually want to come to my place? Yeah. But it's dirty. It's messy. The kids are rowdy. They're embarrassed. Yeah. and No, 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 no. We want to come and meet with you because you are important to us. And then you start talking to them and you find out that their needs and wants and desires are not that much different than ours. Yeah, right. We probably have a little easier time meeting our needs, but their needs are the same as ours. And you're right. It's so rewarding to go out and be able to help someone. And sometimes all it is is we pray with them. Um, We'll talk to them. We find out that all they wanted was somebody to come in and say hello. And then we pray with them and invite them to come to join our uh, church community. We serve regardless of your faith. We don't ask questions about that. We don't ask any questions about uh, your religion, your background, that sort of thing. We do ask some questions to help ascertain what your need is. But we don't have a lot of paperwork. Uh, We're there to help them. We're there to get to know them. And then... It's how do we help you?
1: It's beautiful work, and, and it's you know inspired by the. A saint, right? You know that, that that ministry to the poor, that willingness to meet people where they're at. We just celebrated on September fifth, Mother Teresa's feast day. Mm-hmm. You know, another example of someone who just went to the poor and served and loved. And that's the ministry you're really trying to bring. We're here with Tim Geisler from St. Vincent de Paul Society, he's sharing with us the beautiful work that they do, witnessing to it. And he's uh, talking about the Friends of the Poor Walk, a walk uh, and pancake breakfast that happens Saturday, September twenty fifth. Kind of headquartered at Resurrection Parish in Rock. Chester here, um, but a beautiful fundraiser and an opportunity to gather as a community to support the great work of St. Vincent de Paul, where they work and, and serve the needs of the poor. So where can people sign up or find more information on uh, this walk? Do you have that
2: in front of you? Well, I am not a techie person. <laughs> um, I'm in my 70s. Well, he is, so we'll be
1: okay. <laughs> Nick, Nick is.
2: So uh, the easiest way to find us is just Google. St. Vincent de Paul, Rochester, or your local community, or St. Vincent de Paul, Friends of the Poor Walk, and that'll take you to a website. Here in Rochester, it is svdp-rochm.n.org/slash. F-O-P F O P W A L K 2021. Now you know why I don't like that. <laughs> uh, so just Google it. Uh, you know, there will be a button there that will get you to there. Uh, Bishop Quinn has been very gracious, and there's a video from um, um, Bishop Quinn on the website that invites you to consider contributing and participating in the walk. Yes. So Google it. That's the easiest way.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he still does, but I, and when he first came to Minnesota, he had a little statue of St. Vincent Paul, they put in his car, you know, one of those little kind of tiny statues. And that's how close St. Vincent de Paul is in the society is to his heart. That was really a priority of his, is to because to, he comes from inner city Detroit, where he was an inner city pastor right, and right. he worked with the poor there. And yeah. so he wanted, he knows the poor, he knows how important it is to reach them and to really discover yourself and discover Christ in them because that's where we grow we realize that we have been very blessed and that our lives are, are very insulated from the problems of, of many people, of things going on and, and we sort of blame, as you said earlier we sort of blame them or kind of project onto them the problems of society but really uh, they're like us in need uh, of something more and, and sometimes those are physical needs but most often as you've indicated those are spiritual and relational needs Those are they need someone to encounter them and that's what the Catholic Church has sought to do in its ministries is to meet people where they're at to love them where they're at and to support them and build them up and to bring them to Jesus and so yep. yeah that's the work that you're doing uh, so we talked about where we can find more information on this and it's a beautiful uh, fundraiser do you have any other final thoughts or things that you'd want to share about St. Vincent de Paul
2: or otherwise sure and um... Like I said earlier, it was started by a group of college kids. Yeah. Anyone Uh, can do it, right? Yep. Anybody (laughs) can do it. And we're always looking for members. Um, And you don't have to necessarily be uh, someone that wants to go out and uh, do a home visit. There's plenty of other ways that people can help to um, really help meet the needs of the poor. Some of our conferences have food pantries, for example, um, where they'll give out uh, groceries to people. Um, We have some furniture that we have. We don't have a lot of space. Like I said, we don't have a store. But we have one couple that they they store the um, furniture until it's needed, and then they help deliver it. Wow. So it's kind of interesting. Most of our friends and needs can't live on the first floor for some reason. They all live (laughs) on the third floor. That's about right. Yeah, Yeah. and when you want to uh, take a bed up the third floor, some of us can't do that (laughs) anymore. So. You know, young people that want to come out and help but don't want to go on a home visit, uh, just come and uh, help us with that. And then again, remember that uh, Society St. Vincent de Paul is really focused on friendship and spirituality first. Um, the best way to grow in uh, your spirituality is with other people. And so come to our meetings and, and share your life experiences. Get to know some other people that have the same kind of desires that you do. And then as a result of that, we'll figure out a way to put you into service. And, Father, you know that. Yeah, uh, if anybody who's willing to help, we'll find something yeah. for them to do. That's not a problem. That was
1: great. That's a great little
2: testimony. Thank you for
1: sharing the work of St. Vincent de Paul. Thank you for all your labors in the vineyard with people who are in need. So okay. thank
0: you so much.
2: Well, thank you.
0: And up next, after our break, uh, I'm actually going to talk to Father right here, and we'll talk about kind of the the new school year, I guess you can call it that, for the seminarians. We're off and and running. we're doing here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Uh, Stay with us through the break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.